everyone. Good evening to all you wonderful people. Or good morning, good afternoon, good night. Whatever time it is that you listen to us. Well, Brown Town's back in town with Irani, Yalda, and myself, Mohini. Well, unfortunately, our dearest Asian member, Justin, had other priorities. Oh, <laughs> oh shame. Well, I'm kidding. <laughs> but well, he ain't here with us today. Guess he's too cool for us. <laughs> I'm kidding again. Sorry, folks. <laughs> we miss you, Justin. We really yeah, just we miss you. We do. Well, hope you can see us next time. Yep. So, how are you guys doing today? <laughs> what the <laughs> what? I'm <laughs> so sorry. I accidentally muted Mohini. She was, uh, she was, she I was think talking you, too much. Didn't you I mute everyone? I also muted Yalda. Okay. Um, um, I think I think Irani just wants to speak. Yalda, let's, let's get out of <laughs> I here. I understand what's happening because usually it's Justin that's, you know, fiddling around with the whole roadcaster. Uh-huh. But I think um, Irani has just I'm like gotten a feel of the it. power. It's like a taste of it. And now she wants, she wants to be a dictator. <laughs> No, Arandi, you do not get to decide who gets to speak. Please okay, do not um, touch the mute buttons again or there will be severe consequences. Um, guys, if Justin was here, we wouldn't be having this conversation, so... Oh, definitely. Okay. So, excuse you know me. Ex- no, 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 wait a second. <laughs> do, do we have another dictator here, Mahini? I'm sorry, who are you to say, oh, if Justin wasn't no, I'm, here, I'm, we wouldn't I'm, talk I'm the about mediator. this? I'm the mediator. I, I bring things to peace. I feel How like- was that mediating? Oh, man. It was that not. That was. I was trying to... I was trying to calm your quarrel How down. Ca- no, that was... Okay. No, you did a very bad job of it. Okay, moving on. And moving like, on. I feel like Justin's absence has definitely created a rift in the power dynamics oof, here. Oof, oof. Well, um, we all know who has the uh, <laughs> real legit power here, you know? It's me. It's me. me. It's me, okay? But um, yes, do bear with us because uh, a lot of... Things have changed. <laughs> trying to get used to the system, trying to get used to handling all the mics and the gear um, instead of Justin. So hopefully yeah, Justin, things will... we need you. We need you, but we're going to try and manage without you for this episode. Um, and speaking of this episode, yes, what are we talking power. about? What are we talking about? Hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, no, guys, we know so, what we're talking about. So I'm sure everybody had... Um, some amazing plans for the summer, for the rest of the year, to travel, to go to new cities. But unfortunately, all that went nowhere. Out the window, yeah. yeah exactly. Out well, the nowhere. window, yeah, because of Down yeah, the garbage. current situation. But no worries, folks. We've got some new places, some new amazing places to discuss, where which you can add to your new list to travel to as soon as the pandemic is over. Definitely. And I think something that a lot of people have been doing these days is reminiscing about places that they have been to, thinking about Mm -hmm. all the trips that they've been to, uh, you know, over the years before uh, quarantine was a thing, before wearing masks was a thing, (laughs) before having to... Uh, going to lockdown was a thing before having to worry about large crowds definitely (laughs) all of the good times when you could just like well given that you had the money to hop on a plane and Mm -hmm. go wherever you wanted to on an adventure so we wanted to discuss some of our past adventures um on the podcast today oh sorry (coughs) i'm sorry stop checking yourself out past and uh future past and future definitely so maybe something that we want to do uh, maybe places and ide- ideas for future travels, as well as some yes. pleasant and not so pleasant not experiences. Yeah. <laughs> some wonderful or not so wonderful places. Well, folks, like we'll we'll let you guys decide by the end of the episode which place you want to travel to. So hope you're all ears. All right, who wants to like kick us off? 
Mohini seemed really excited about one of her <laughs> places that yeah, she refused to tell no, us, but she yeah. she said it was not so wonderful. So I'm really interested. Okay, we will go there in a second. But okay, guys, guess um, for there's this really popular place where which is known because a man legit he he built the whole place just for his favorite wives, favorite wife. Sorry. Wow, yes, like, this place. Is, like, it, is it wives or is it wife? So he has he had like seven wives, and he built this place for his favorite wife. Oh, I mean, special. Wife. Imagine, oh, imagine was this someone... was this King Henry the Eighth? No, I'm just kidding, because he had so many <laughs> wives, you know. He did. Yeah, I mean, all kings in the past sort of did. That was uh-huh. a thing. Yes, yeah. true. Um, I think I know the answer to your question. No, you. I, I'm <laughs> so smart. Can so I? Uh, not, that's a lie. She told us before. No, she did not tell us. That's this <laughs> Iran is on my answer, side. The answer, the answer to this very difficult question. I see is, you. I see you searching your love. No, 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 no. I'm not looking <laughs> it up. It's the Taj Mahal. That's the correct answer. Yes, it is. Of course, it is. Well, yeah. As you guys know, Taj Mahal is one of the seven wonders of the world, mm-hmm. and. It is. I mean, I'm, I know a lot of people know about it. That it, you know, people have been there. A lot of tourists seem to go, and they call it. They say that it's an amazing place. But like, what? Before I go on to tell about my experience, what do you guys like? Have you seen? You must have seen pictures and all. Like, heard all about all about it. What are your views? Like, would you think that you would want to visit that place or anything? Well, um, yeah, I I learned about the Taj Mahal when we were learning about like. Historical studies. sites around yeah. the world. I think it was for history, actually, but I, I don't mm-hmm. even know. Maybe general knowledge. Um, mm-hmm. But I I always thought it looked really beautiful, but I've only ever seen it in pictures, and I've never... I, I mean, I've barely visited India, mm-hmm. so that's, I, I don't really know what it would look like in real life. I always imagined it would be, like, massive and magnificent and just that it would make you feel really tiny. So... <laughs> I, I don't know. I felt like it would be a really pretty place to see. It is definitely a pretty place. I mean, and the pictures do. I mean, they're so, they're so edited sometimes. Okay. But when you're there, you definitely feel like you're so tiny in front of it. It's a huge, it's a huge monument. But aside from that, you know, it's not as white or it's not as like shiny that it seems in the pictures okay. because of all the pollution. Oh my God, oh. there's so much pollution. And apart from that, the crowd is insane. And I'd imagine it. Yeah, I mean, of course, it's such a famous place. But I like in my personal experience, I didn't think there were a lot of like rules or not much organization in the in terms of like how, you know, people should see the place or. Yeah, it was it was pretty much free, which is which is nice. But then there was not there was a very there was a lack of. Uh, cleanliness and everything but I think that also depends because of the season you know I visited Taj Mahal in the summer and guys no no never visit in the summer <laughs> it's it's a bad idea temperature is about 40 degrees in India and you can't visit any place when it's 40 degrees so <laughs> I think that was that was partly my fault because I should have known but yeah okay so it was just like stuffy hot it was very hot too many people and then you couldn't even so you know to go inside the monument you have to take your shoes off but you can't even step because it's so hot yeah the ground is so hot you can that's a classic problem in asia yeah yeah and i went to i went to taj mahal and can you imagine i went all the way there but i couldn't go inside because my brother was sick and i was disgusted by the place and i was like no i need to get out of here 
and that whole day was ruined but no guys like so my cousins have always told me that Taj Mahal is a beautiful place but you should go in the winters so look out for that and do your research and everything before you go okay definitely i mean i i do want to see it at some point i think oh, it's yeah. it's something yeah. i want to like witness with my own mm-hmm. eyes it probably won't just like match the pictures because yeah. i feel like i feel like it's very easy to idealize something based on how it looks in pictures which is also why you always think like hotel rooms and anything yep. like it's usually a lot better in pictures than it is in real life it is but those places that that are the opposite where like you're mm-hmm. like oh my god the pictures don't do justice, justice to this oh my god yes that's what really excites me oh, um yeah. there okay. are a lot of places yeah i know one um mm-hmm. and this is it well when i say the pictures don't do justice it's just because i had a really crappy camera at the time (laughs) and still do um but when I was I think maybe about six to ten somewhere during that age um uh I was taken to this rainforest in Sri Lanka there's a lot of places in Sri Lanka that uh I I've actually visited I think I would say what a lot of tourists would come for when you come to Sri Lanka um a lot of the like historical sites and i think um like natural um like geographic uh wildlife wildlife and then there's like mountains and waterfalls um a lot of that is what really attracts people to sri lanka um and i think a lot of that is outside the city area outside like uh the urbanized part of sri lanka which is really interesting because in most countries you would go to um maybe uh in shanghai or something uh-huh. uh you'd go for like the big cities even if you come to the netherlands it's amsterdam it's like True, that's what yeah. you want to hit you know mm-hmm. but when you come to sri lanka i feel like you want to go outside to the outskirts to the rural areas because that's where you really find these like gems of places mm-hmm. um so i went to this rainforest called the singharaja rainforest and it's it, it's just um it's beautiful you have so many rare animals and insects that are there um but again not such a pleasant experience Mm -hmm. because i was a child and the only way to get through uh that rainforest is on foot um and because it's a rainforest it was filled with leeches do you know what leeches are are the worst thing that could ever get on your body yeah they just like no i've seen videos of people having leeches in their ear and you know that being extracted oh my god can you why would you say that? Why? Listen, that, Why? Was, that was a pleasant memory. Oh my but god! Not so pleasant memory. <laughs> okay, okay. Con- moving on. But uh, yeah, so I I ended up um, covered in leeches uh, by the end of that day, especially because I would just run and touch everything oh uh, because I was a child again, <laughs> and uh, my brother and I uh, ha- we had so much fun, but we were also like completely covered in leeches at the end Ew. of the day. Um, because we we would like swing on the vines of the rainforest and pretend to oh, be Tarzan, um, because we had the arm strength to do that when we were like <sighs> six. Sure, <laughs> nice. <laughs> and uh, we saw we I think we saw like a lot of really cool uh, animals and insects. And if you, it's very rare now, um, but if you really spend a lot of time and you're really quiet, you might even be able to glimpse a leopard um yep. which is it, it it's scary but it's definitely an experience like worth having mm-hmm. um but most of the animals are very innocent like deers um and a lot of insects 
some kind of um, some kind of gross ones like frogs, which uh, some people like. Some is people frog an insect? Frog is, uh, frogs is frogs are not insects. Not <laughs> frogs are um, amphibians. amphibians. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yes, let's get some biology in here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, it was it was a f- mostly a fun experience, and then when you think of the leeches, not so fun. Oh, oh my god! I've I'm I mean I think I'm very lucky to say that leeches have never been able to. So on to me. <laughs> I mean, Same. I feel like I've gotten used to it now. So I like what uh, because I've uh, there's so many places in Sri Lanka that you would go to, um, and you just have to brace yourself because you know there's a chance that you're going to be covered in leeches. Oh, no. um, and it's at some point you learn that I mean, for the most part they're harmless, um, and if you learn to ignore them for long enough, uh, they just kind of drop off after they've had enough uh, they're like mosquitoes except uh, you sometimes you don't even notice they're there they just kind of uh, take a little drink out of you yeah, you don't feel it you just <laughs> um sometimes you sometimes you don't um it's only when i think they've managed to suck like a significant amount of blood oh, um no. then you're like oh wow i feel something on me oh no um but for the most part it's i, I would say it's almost like something that you get used to uh when you're going uh to places like this in Sri Lanka and, and I can I can say like I once had one on my neck okay we I, th- I think, <laughs> I think we're done with the, all the yeah leeches I feel can like we? we should issue a trigger is warning for people who <laughs> yeah. can't really handle yeah, stuff like this I'm so sorry that's okay um moving on <laughs> no but then uh your experience of you know going to the wildlife and everything reminds me so much of um you know, like back in back in 2014 and 15, uh, I, with my extended family in India, we went to these uh, national parks, like these forests, the jungles, which are really popular because uh, they they actually have a lot of wildlife there. And it was it's in the northern, northern part of India. And we went there and we had a magnificent stay there. It was that we had like these. Did uh, you camp? Yeah, it was it was a camp. Plus, no. Aside from that, so we camped for like a day, but then the next day we also there were these cottages which were huge, and I mean we made like our own horror movie there. Oh. <laughs> but but aside from that, no. Uh, we went on these like uh, uh, jeep rides in the jungle where we saw wild elephants, and so the thing about wild elephants is that you you have to maintain a huge distance, like Definitely. A, a huge distance. You can't disturb them. You can't disturb them, especially when they're with their babies. Because once, if they see some danger, if they send someone watching them, they will attack you. They will attack you. So the 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 security in in that park, they were like, you have to be really quiet. And we were, we were really far away. And we mm-hmm. saw these wild elephants, which were like, there were about 50, I think, a lot of them. 50. And we had to tiptoe around because we couldn't make a noise. And, but it was a really nice experience because we saw all this wildlife. And then we also came across, like we were, we were in the Jeep and then we heard a lion roar. <gasps> and Everybody, okay, this is such a sad experience because I was enjoying it so much. And my other, like my aunt, my cousin, my mom and dad, they got scared and they started blaming me. They were like, Mohini got us here. And I started crying because I'm like, why are you blaming me? Okay, you're supposed to enjoy the moment. And me and my uncle, so we both, we love the wildlife. We love going to the jungle. We love trips like this. So, Mm -hmm. but still like, it's such a, it's such a beautiful memory for me. So guys, like I, I think like, if you ever visit India and if you want to get that touch of wildlife and these jeep rides and uh, jeep rides and just the just the life, you have to go there. You need to camp. You need to stay there for at least three days 
and you will have a good time. That's yeah, that's definitely an experience. Um, there's uh, there's a lot of places in Sri Lanka that you can do that in too. Mm-hmm. Um, we have this place called the Yala National Park. Uh-huh. Um, Did you just say Yalda? Yala. <laughs> <laughs> Close, um, close, close, but not quite. Um, that uh, it's kind of like uh, I think the closest experience we have to like a proper safari where you go again, like you said, in a couple of jeeps and you get to see elephants, you get to see all, all sorts of wild animals um, as long as you're careful, as long as you don't make a lot of noise and um, don't disrupt like disrupt anything. Um, it's definitely an experience. Um, and camping in Sri Lanka, also something I would recommend. I remember doing it when I was really small. Um, and also, we would, I think, our family was very big into um, making small trips around our country whenever we could. And my parents were always um, very adamant that I learn about like the beauty of our country and mm-hmm. uh, know our culture and know our history, which is why... Um, I think every time we had a school holiday, we would plan a trip somewhere for the longest time just within Sri Lanka. That's really nice. As opposed nice. to going abroad. Yeah, which I, which like looking back now, I'm really glad because I've seen so many of the places um, that I've learned about in school. I've actually been there and I learned to appreciate it more as I grew older. Um, and I've always found it like really interesting to see some of the sites that were in our history book in person exactly and yeah. then when you are al- also know the history behind a place it's so much easier to appreciate like the architecture so and the story behind it and everything no and another thing like you know so i grew up like i, I didn't grow up in india so i grew <laughs> up in thailand and i learned all about these historic places when i was studying in thailand and i was like i'm gonna visit these places one day and whenever i used to go to india my aunt my uncle they would take me to these historic sites and i i could use that to brag to my friends they were like <laughs> Like, bish, I went there. I mean, uh, yeah, not not when I was that small. I wouldn't say the abuse, but, but yeah, I would just be like, yeah, I went there. It was such an amazing place and this and that. And it just felt so nice. What and a show off. I think I was. <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to um, push the conversation onto Yalda a bit because I feel like... Um, no, I can just, no, I feel like I me, just see her. me and Randy have so much to talk about. And she's there, just she's on her Google. Before I don't know what she's up to. Episode, um, just a disclaimer, you know, filling you guys in. I mean, uh, we've grown mm-hmm. up in our countries uh, that we're <laughs> yeah. talking Whoa. about, right? Yeah. Whereas um, Yalda... We'll fi- like I think she, she can say that for herself. Yalda, can you speak some? Yeah, things? definitely, Yalda. <laughs> oh my God, thank you so much for that disclaimer. I think it's very hilarious. Um, <laughs> Yes, as Arani was saying, you know, I've been born and raised in the Netherlands, so I, I haven't really been to the places that, you know, they've mentioned. I've been to countries, foreign countries, but like especially in my home country, I haven't been to many places because, uh, yeah, you know, Afghanistan is still in a civil war and um, I've been there, I think, three times now, three or four times. And every time we went, we had to be very careful and we did visit places, but we didn't visit like the, you know, the the big places because we mostly resided just in one uh in the capital city Kabul we just resided there and if we went places because I'm a girl yeah they just they'd leave the girls at home yeah guys Um, that's a thing like that happens yeah and they just like my brother he's been to more places I think in Afghanistan than I've been um and it's just like you know the difference oh mm-hmm. it's a boy they, we'll take the boy yeah. we'll did they take leave the girl you at home for safety or did they leave you at home for like another reason mm, yeah i think it could be safety you could see it as safety yeah 
I feel like it's partly safety because at least in my opinion, they feel like girls can't protect themselves. So they would they would need another help. And it's just better to take a man. Mm-hmm. Who, yeah, you can you can just order them and you can just yeah. be like, yeah, you got to do this. And also especially because, um, for example, they went someplace, I think it was just like a waterfall or a park. And my brother went because it was just mostly men. Hardly, no, not hardly, <coughs> no females went. Okay. And that's oh. why they took my brother with them. And I'm not saying that I didn't go anywhere. We did like go with uh, like the whole family. We went to mm-hmm. like a national park. Um, and yeah, but I haven't been like, I can't really tell you guys, oh, this was this. And these <laughs> yeah, are the definitely. famous places in Afghanistan. And oh my God, it's so beautiful. I've seen it with my own eyes. I can't say that. <laughs> no, that's but I, I like, I called my mom on the way over here. And like, I asked her like, have you been to these places? Mm-hmm. And she said she like went to some, but especially because when she was living there, it was also, there, were, there was also a civil war and she hasn't been to most places also because she's a woman. Yeah, I feel like that's definitely a conversation worth having as well, though, because it's not just about, like, all the pretty places, again, uh, in a country. Because, um, I mean, there's always instances where you can't really appreciate a lot of the pretty things in a country, a lot of things that you would otherwise appreciate because of circumstances, because of terrible things that are happening in the country, just because you couldn't. Um, Speaking of, I mean, even in Sri Lanka, there's so many... um, even though I was talking about all these beautiful historical sites and things that are there, there's also obviously the flip side of that story where there's so many places that have been destroyed because of wars and places mm-hmm. that have been, um, I don't know, uh, completely co- collapsed over time, not maintained properly. Um, and there were definitely periods where it wasn't safe to travel, where it wasn't okay to go to, I mean, even like a temple for a religious reason because it, because that we had a civil war that lasted like 30 years in our country. Um, so Oh, I didn't even know that. <laughs> we did. Um, and I was lucky enough to like not really have to be affected by um, a lot of the terrible things that mm-hmm. happened, a lot of the after effects, a lot of the like the bombings and the very like real Ooh. damage that happened. Um, but it did happen. So that's also I, I mean, I know we started like getting into this episode with this idea of like hey travel plans but i think this is also i mean now that you mentioned it's an interesting thing to actually discuss as well i feel like everybody that our listeners should know like you know about the current status or what has happened what is happening and you know they should keep that in mind because that reminds me of this place in india kashmir which it's 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 known as the switzerland of india it's a beautiful place and i went there in 2015 right before um all these bombings and chaos went off because Pakistan and India has been um, has been on a war for at, you know just to just to hold its hold, to capture Kashmir you know and yeah. and because of that like we we just happened to go at the right time and I'm so glad because Kashmir was definitely an eye-opening experience for me the people the places the it, everything was so pure you know and I felt like I I became a completely new person after coming back from there and then as soon as I got back it was I went there in the end of December and in January literally after 20 days we heard that that there was a bomb so many people died and now these places that we went to they you can't really go there anymore because there are security there are trucks there are jeeps there are soldiers everywhere around the city that you can't really roam about freely you can't talk to people you can't talk to people about the sensitive issues which, yeah, would refrain to talk over here as well. Yeah, but then I, I definitely suggest that, you know, when situation calms down and, you know, 
you guys should definitely visit the place because I had the most beautiful experience there. Trust yeah. me. <laughs> well, we can. <laughs> we can't relate but no no i mean just like the way you've mm -hmm. just told us that story i mean i can see it from your eyes the yeah. listeners can't see but i can see like yeah. the emotion and stuff so that's this really nice to hear mm yeah. yeah i actually had a really i mean now that you mentioned kashmir um i during the covid pandemic actually when i was still in sri lanka i did an online course on um i think like economic policy or something mm -hmm. and uh it was based in india the course was based in india and there was one of the girls who took part was actually from kashmir mm -hmm. um she was born and raised there and she had such interesting stories when we were discussing uh we were just discussing policy mm -hmm. and then it suddenly became so much more complicated because it wasn't just a debate of like economics because she she was she was telling us about her story and how she's she she fled kashmir exactly um yeah. and she had she's now living like she she was living somewhere uh, in like a capital city in india um but she was telling uh really just like it, it was just like tragic to hear because she was talking about how her family was still there and how she's uh how it was just her home and it was what she considered like a safe place, her place, exactly. um, a no beautiful more. place. Mm -hmm. But uh, in the wider scheme of things, when you bring in politics and uh, all of that, it just became so much, uh, it's so much more complicated. It's, it is. It is. It's the worst because now people are in hiding. They can't be free. They can't go out anywhere. And aside from that, it's it's just so sad because I'm sure, like even in Afghanistan, uh, you might know, like people because of the civil war, people are just at their homes, right? Is there? Do they have like a is do they have a normal life or do they have to live in a fear or something like i don't know if it's is, if it's exaggerated in the media or something but like what's the situation exactly um well from what i hear from my family mm -hmm. um they do like live in fear because you never know exactly, like uh yeah. recently there was a bombing at the university of kabul oh, yeah. and then oh it was just like you know you just want to go to school you just want to get a proper education and then and then yeah i don't know i don't know who did it i think it was the taliban i'm not sure mm -hmm. um but i mean like they choose p such places where they can bomb so that a lot of people are there and a lot of like casualties but um yeah i don't know i really don't know <coughs> yeah well yeah but on a lighter note let's not oh yeah yeah i don't i mean it did get. I feel like it. It was an important conversation, but mm -hmm. um, it definitely was. Yeah, I think it's also interesting uh, in light of what we talked about, uh, and because we wanted to focus on the future. Yeah. Um. How? Just something that I was thinking was how all of this also like builds into the story of what a what how, what meaning a place holds because yeah. all of these historical sites that are tourist attractions that we talked about all of these places that we visited that aren't just popular because i mean like the singharaja forest for example is popular because of its unique like geography and like the animals that are there and all of that um like the natural phenomena but a lot of actual tourist attractions are uh you know popular because of the history behind that place, um, the stories that are relevant to that place and um, the events that happened there. And I think speaking of, like even in Sri Lanka, uh, I mean, we have a very 
deep-rooted colonial past. Uh, we were colonized by like three different countries, including the Dutch. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. one of like, uh, I think I would say like one of the most um, fancy and popular tourist uh, destinations in Sri Lanka now is this uh, place called Gaul, which is at the south of our country. And what you really find there is a lot of evidence of uh, Dutch occupancy Ooh. because there's so many really beautiful buildings and Dutch ar- architecture How that do you, you don't find um, anywhere else. Gaul, it's G-A-L-L-E. Um, and there's hmm. Dutch churches and oh, um, wow. houses. And um, I think there's also just like this old Dutch hospital um, that used to exist there. And it's... It's just really interesting. It's beautiful to see because you have kind of this mix of different cultures and architecture and that is um, style. But it also has a terrible and tragic past, mm-hmm. um, which at the time would have been a, like a terrible and tragic thing that people were going mm-hmm. through, that people were experiencing. And now we visit those places uh, the same way we visit museums and we appreciate it and we learn about it. Um, and we also get money from it like it's a tourist attraction money reminds me in all that culture talk uh, there's this beautiful place uh in india in my hometown actually uttar pradesh um the place is known as mathura um and it's actually the birthplace of this very famous um hindu um deity lord krishna Mm -hmm. and he's he's worshipped a lot and that place is known for its beautiful temples and uh just the culture heritage you know all of that But I, folks, did not have a not-so-wonderful experience there, what I was discussing with you earlier. And what happened was I went to this temple, and I was so excited for it, you know. But then when I went there and we were were in this temple, it was was like I I came into, like, some money, business-making, like, money-making thing. And my parents, like, we went to this temple once, and uh, my uncle, my aunt, my mom and dad, they were in the temple. Uh, like there was this priest and he suddenly started to you know offer like he, he he gave he handed out this list and he's like if you pay this much you know this is what you know the god will bless you with if you pay this oh. much so it became more like a business and it became like there were these packages that you know if you pay this much i will uh, i'll do this and that i'll do these offerings i'll do this that will help your family flourish or okay. something and and that moment like when he started to do that and you know it's when you when you go to a, when you go to a temple, it's up to the person who goes there. You know how much donation or how much uh, they want to give. You know it's it, t- yeah. it totally depends on what how much faith. You are, it depends on you basically. Yeah. But then, uh, when uh, my uncle and mom and dad they started to make their offering, the the priest just came with his package with his list and he started to offer, and that really set uh, my my elders off, and they immediately asked our elder cousins to take us away because they they wanted to talk to the priest or something about it and that was like a huge feud because they literally made a business out of a place which is which is supposed to be so pure and you know it's supposed to be this birthplace of a really popular deity and it was so sad and i was like okay this is not a good experience and it was on the same day when i was when i visited taj mahal so guys (laughs) my i was like i'm never coming here again but oh no (laughs) yeah i mean it's yeah i feel like if you really look you can find a little bit of ugliness in even like the prettiest places that's that's true um which is a sad note to end on so i'm gonna tell you like a happy story oh please (laughs) (laughs) um this is another like these again are historical places in sri lanka 
Um, there's this, uh, I, I think it was one of the seven wonders at the world, uh, of the world at some point. It was, I, I don't know if it's still on that list. At least I think it was. Um, it's definitely one of the UNESCO uh, World, world Heritage, Heritage Sites. Um, and it's called the Sigiriya Rock. It's in the center of oh. our country. And we have like a very interesting topography in our country, like the way the mountain, like we have a lot of mountains and like highlands in the center that kind of flow down towards the edge in of the our center. country. Yeah. Wow. So it's it, it's really interesting. And it's also great for like irrigation because oh, right. it goes from the center to all it's corners really of the like, country. Oh, that's amazing. Um, but that's a whole other story. Um, this mountain, it's, it's built, it's a rock basically. Um, and what's really cool about it is that it's a palace that's situated on top of this rock. And the rock was actually carved in ancient times to, like, encompass this palace. Um, so they took this, like, natural gigantic rock that existed and contorted it um, and oh built on it until it could house an actual, like, I mean, how many people live that's in a palace? Cool. Uh, because cool. of that, it is. And the engineering that was behind that is, uh-huh. like, still studied and a lot of people honestly um, can't figure out how people mm-hmm. back in that day, day and age managed yeah. to get something like that together. And the story is really interesting as well because um, this was back when um, we still had kings in Sri Lanka. Um, and the story is between like a feud between two royal brothers um, and one king called, um, well, he wasn't king then. He kind of illegally nabbed the throne away from his brother, Ooh. who is the rightful uh, yes, who was supposed <laughs> to be the coup. rightful king. Yes, and um, he ran away and took refuge in this rock, and then decided to build it in a very defensive way into this like palace uh, because he was afraid that um, his brother would attack. And his brother actually fled to India, I think, if I remember right. Um, so it's it's a really interesting story. And oh my god, now, you guys are related. Sri Lanka was a part of India. Definitely. Yes. I mean, we're so close. Yeah, we're neighbors. Yeah. Hey, neighbor. (laughs) Hey, neighbor. Um, But Um, uh, I'm also a neighbor. Yeah, you are. Oh, yes, you are. You were part of. Oh, my God. Hey. Oh, my God. They're all neighbors. Um, But the funny, I mean, it's not not a funny story. It's just really fun because um, climbing. Climbing the rock now and seeing uh, seeing how you had to get to the top of that palace and imagining how people did that every day as like a normal trip home to that palace um, is crazy because now it's like a, like people plan it as a day trip. Like, hey, we're going to go climb the Sigiriya rock. Ooh, and that's so it's cool. like it, it takes so much effort, even if you're fit, um, to actually get to the top of that rock. And there's some very interesting things that you see. Like um, it's called the lion's rock because they've carved um, what looks like two lion like paws on the side of the rock as you're climbing up. So it's like you're walking in um, to this like cave guarded by a lion. It's mm-hmm. really cool. Nice. Um, so it was a really fun experience, and I I've gone there quite a few times. It's like like a day trip. Are you just a day trip. day trip? A day trip. Yeah. Nice. Uh, and it's 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 just a really fun experience. Well, that's cool. So you must like hiking, right? Yes, I, I do. Love hiking. I love Good. hiking. <laughs> okay, well, I just want to say some places. Like, I want to mention some places. There, too. she's done with her Google search. <laughs> Excuse me. I prepared. It's not Google bef- search. It's 
research. It's research. You don't need to mention okay. Google. This is not an <laughs> ad. Research. We are not sponsoring Google, okay? <laughs> All right? Okay, um, continue No, this is, like I, like I said, I called my mum as I was coming over mm-hmm. here and I wanted her insight. And I recently, like, watched the video a friend recommended to me. Shout out, twin. <laughs> um, and um, it was just a video of this guy who went to Afghanistan in the pandemic. And it was very interesting um, but he went to this uh, mosque, Mazar Sharif, uh, Mazar Sharif, yeah. And it's like, I mean, you guys must have heard of it because it's so beautiful. It's just like a, a blue mosque with some cobalt and just like some white colors. Um, and I think that if you know Afghanistan, you know that Mazar Sharif is like one yeah. of the most important places. For the rest, like next to Mazar Sharif, you have uh, Balkh. Um, and that's also kind of, um, I guess, a very <laughs> important like green mosque kind of. Okay. And for the rest, let me see. Oh, oh, this is like we mentioned beforehand places that have been destroyed because of war. Oh, yeah. And uh, this one place, Bamiyan, it's so beautiful. Uh, and we had these two big Buddha statues in mm-hmm. Afghanistan. And they were... I've read about this. Yeah. The, yes. They were like... So just sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they were heritage sites. Yeah, they, but were, they were. They were. Yeah, they were destroyed in two thousand and one by the Taliban. Um, but I mean, it's it's so sad because it's like, why would you? Why they, would you do that? It? Yeah, yeah, they destroyed it because you know uh, Taliban's are Muslims. But then, uh, what, what, and then oh they don't want to have a representation of like Buddha. Oh what? Yeah, so yeah. Exactly. against all conflict. other religions. Yeah, it's like. I mean, if you know, we should. Oh I mean, God. we can definitely discuss that too. Also, um, while you we while you're talking about this, I think it would be really interesting to do an episode on places we want to visit because this one was definitely oh, yeah. more about mm-hmm. like places in general and places we've been to mostly. Um, I think it would be interesting because that's also so many places not in Sri Lanka in other parts of Asia that I would love to oh, yes. go see. Yes, I think it it'll be interesting to talk about definitely. Mm-hmm. But I have been to Kabul, and I think that I mean. Because it's the capital city of mm-hmm. Af- Afghanistan. A lot of people just want to go there. And it is, like, it's very busy and stuff and also very polluted. But, I mean, um, as it's the capital city, you have to have been there. Yeah, that's And, true. like, there are very, like, there are some parks and stuff. Like, they're very green and they're very clean because, you know, it's a park and they want people to visit. Um, but for the rest, I think I've been to... Bandekarga, if anyone's listening, if you've been there, it's just kind of a reservoir. Um, and some people go swimming there. There have been a lot of drownings because. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, like, no. Yeah, because if you like yeah. swim in a particular place, then you'll just get sucked oh, yeah, in they, by, yeah, the, right. by something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but yes, that was my part. That was my take Yay! on places to visit <laughs> in Afghanistan. Not right now, though. Just wait till the civil war's over. Um, and then hopefully, hopefully I can go soon. to... Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, folks. Um, well, I hope that uh, we somehow helped you kind of like find some inspiration and some yeah, uh, resolution definitely. for not being able to travel as much as you maybe wanted to this year. Um, and I think... I mean, we can all kind of relate to this idea of like not having seen places and wanting to go and not being yeah. able to go now. Um, no, but I think that's the reason, you know, like uh, we didn't think too much about this, but it's that the fact that we can't really go anywhere is what, 
you know, we want to talk about these spaces because we want to go here. We want to be able to travel again, you know, after the pandemic is over. So hopefully someday, and it's not like we can cover all the places that we want to visit to. So it, yeah, we, we did offer you some limited ones, but we'll, we'll get into more. Yeah, also to just shed light on how many beautiful places there are, just mm. not just in Europe, but also in Asia, yeah. and also especially in our countries, India, Sri Lanka, it's and Afghanistan. They're huge countries, and there's a lot to visit. It's not just the famous places, but there's so many hidden gems that, you know, they're yet to be mm-hmm. touched upon. Yeah, to appreciate the culture more. Like, exactly. Yeah, and unfortunately, we missed out on a little bit of like the Hong Kong perspective this oh, time yeah. around because of uh, well, because Justin couldn't be here with us. But hopefully, we'll make up for that the next time we get around to this topic. We definitely will. Yeah, yeah, we oui, we. Oui. All right. See you next time, folks. <laughs> yes. Bye-bye. Bye bye.